Welcome to the Los Angeles Saga Podcast with Jerry Reynoso and Brian Millerin. And now, your hosts, Jerry and Brian. Alright, it's pretty hot in here. Uh, we're going to make this episode as quick as possible because we have a fantasy draft tonight. Quick. But not too quick because you guys need that recap of... Uh, Sunday's game against Galaxy. Welcome back to Los Angeles Saga Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso. And we got Brian Miller in here. How you doing, brother? What's up, guys? I'm doing okay. I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm, really I'm tired. tired, too, and it's hot as hell in this room, so let's go quickly. Uh, in today's episode, we got a few things to talk about. We got, of course, a brief recap against San Jose, as we did miss that recording. And we're going to go over the Traffico match, the fifth one of its kind. That's crazy. It happens. It's already the fifth one, you know? One by quick. One by very quick. Uh, and we get to see every part of it. Um, we also got our thoughts on the match. I got some things that I have to say you guys may not like. I don't <laughs> give a damn. Okay, I'm going to say it because it's what I think. And you guys are going to hear it because you guys are going to hear. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to go ahead and preview next match against Minnesota. Right now, we are currently watching Minnesota play against Atlanta United in the US Open Cup Final. 2-0 ATL. 2-0. ATL right now in the 40th minute about the 40th minute so if we scream because we see an awesome banger we're going to scream you'll know why and we'll let you guys know hopefully it's about Minnesota I want to see uh, them go to PKs yeah they better be it's, all, it's always fun watching PKs yeah but it's currently 5.47pm uh, we got our draft at 7 o'clock so let's hurry up and get this shit done uh, let me give you guys the starting lineups LAFC versus Galaxy and this match before I give the starting lineups is I don't want to say a redemption match, but it was something that we're all looking forward to in terms of winning it. Finally getting, you know, letting this not. I mean, we hear a lot. Oh, this is the year. This is the one. I was thinking going into this match, this gotta be the one. You know, this has to be the one, uh-huh. right? We've been playing so well after that loss against the first game, this season. Galaxy downgraded after they won. They got three points against us, and they downgraded. They've been losing. They went on a streak. They just roided up yeah. for that game. Exactly. We were the opposite. We handled that loss like a champ. So Hey, but this game, we actually played good. We played very good. We controlled it. <laughs> we were very dominant. And we're going to go over over it real quickly. Um, 4-3 as a normal formation, Bob Bradley gave out for the black and gold. We have in our defense, left back Harvey, Jordan Harvey, Eddie Segura and Balker Zimmerman, your center backs. And Steven Betashore is your right back. Normal defense, we're so, we're so used to seeing this. Uh, our midfield, Blessing, Mark Anthony K, and Atuesta in the middle. Uh, at our attackers, left wing, Diego Rossi, Adama Diomande, and Carlos Vela, our captain, who showed up pretty well in this match. Uh, a lot of controversy in him to, uh, that night. Uh, in the 18 on our bench, we had Danilo Silva, Lee Wynn, Mohamed El Munir. Tristan Blackman, Pablo Cisniega, and the star-studded man we've been waiting to see to make B-Rod. his debut. B-Rod, Brian Rodriguez, oh. Uruguayan. Sorry, they almost scored. <laughs> they almost scored again. Yeah. Um, going into this match, I was afraid about B-Rod because I don't want him to be another Andre Horta, you know? It's it's just... Yeah. This, mat, this night gave, back, gave me flashbacks because... Andre Horta's last game when we acquired him last year, his first game was the derby. Was the derby. And the first play he made was about 15 minutes that we had to lead 1 0. And he made, the first play he made, he passed it back to Tyler Miller. Yep, fucked us over. So that's what I was afraid that was going to happen. 
But uh, we'll go over it right now and let you know if it went different or not. But uh, how, what were your thoughts coming into this match? You think this was the one? Uh, any concerns you had or obviously, any confidence was, you had, man? Obviously, I was hoping it was the one, you know. I said a good 3-2, good game. Confidence died down after the second minute when Zlatan scored, but, you know. Yeah, what a beautiful goal he scored. I'm, I'm going to give him props. It was a simple move that him and Christian Pavon made. Uh, Christian Pavon was dribbling down, and Zlatan was in the central uh, of the 18 box. And the defenders that were only in sight was, I believe, Steven Betashore and Eddie Segura. Yeah. And as Pavon was dribbling down, Eddie Segura and Steven Betashore had to pick the one man, either Zlatan or Christian. Eddie and Beta both decided to step up to Christian, leaving Zlatan right open for a nice through ball towards the left side. It was a nice basic move, you know, basic fundamentals, but also a veteran move by Zlatan. And, I mean, European powerhouse in himself, right? That should be yeah. noticed of him. That's expected. And he scored that goal. Second minute. I gave him props, but I think we were all like, oh, damn, here we go again. You know? I was like that. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was in there. Oh, we were actually at the fields watching the game. And Sadly. Well, it was still cool. But. Yeah. Um, everyone died down. They had the, they had drums in there, and everyone was like, it's going to be a long night. But I I came in the game with the mentality of, all right, we got ourselves a ball game. Just like last match. Yes, yeah. we lost, but we had ourselves a ball game. You know? And we were down 3-1 to one that match as well. Uh, but Blessing was able to equalize it in the 12th minute. Bring us level with a nice header. He was there at the right time, right for the right purpose, right place, right time. Uh, that back post move that he made was also kind of like a slaton type. Not really slaton, but one that a veteran made would make. You know? Yeah. He came out of the line, and he just drew himself back into the play. So it was like you could say Bob just substituted him. He was nowhere in the play and just came in out of nowhere. And like I said, he was the right place at the right time. So there was your goal. That's when I was like, okay, this might be this might be our time. Yeah. But time was on our side because three minutes later, Slatan Ibrahimovic scores another one. Uh, very, very disputable goal. A lot of people say it was controversial because it was offsides, but it definitely wasn't offsides. Uh, I don't remember who crossed it. But someone gave a ball to Slatan and Walker Zimmerman gave a header. It was able to touch it and it was basically a little assist with Slatan. Slatan was one v one with Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller did a terrible dive, reaching for that oh, ball. That was, oh it was God. just ridiculous. Tyler Miller had that a ridiculous so game yesterday. Stupid. It was terrible. Um, and Slatan just little croquet man, little touch to the left, little easy pass into the goal, and he celebrates with wide arms wide open in front of the north end. And the fuck Slatan chance rose, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, again, time was not on our side with a minute later, about, I believe, 96 seconds later, Christian Pavon got his first goal of his own. Oh Christian Pavon uh, was... Oh, no, Galaxy was coming in with a counterattack. Fabio Alvarez had the ball, and this pissed me off so much. Steven Betashore came out of his position. He was way too high, way too central. Decided to, be, decided to become the hero of the match, right, by doing a... Slight tackle towards Fabio Alvarez. A hard tackle, but the only thing that resulted was a little bounce. And that bounce turned into a pass for Pavon and a 1v1 against Walker Zimmerman. He dribbled all the way down the line. And Walker Zimmerman 
you know, terrible defending. He just bit. Instead of standing him up in the box, he bit for the yeah. for the little feint that he did. And Pavon was able to create enough space for a shot, and the shot went in. I don't know what Tyler was thinking this game. He, he probably was, he wasn't thinking at all. Yeah. I'll give you that. Actually, that's why they should put a... I think every derby game, they should probably put Pablo in. Because Ty- I think Tyler Miller, the, all the nerves get to him. He gets anxiety and everything. That first game flashback, man. For real. That when first came in, man. That's the debut we wanted for Brian Rodriguez. Damn. Yeah, man. But we just need to put Pablo in every derby game. Yep. But blessing again. With the second goal, right before halftime. That's why he needs that raise. Yep. Give him that raise, John. Um, Deal shoots it. Defenders get for Galaxy. They I don't know what the hell they did. They were bunched up. The ball was able to sneak through like a pinball machine. And Blessing, again, was at the right place at the right time. He dribbled against the 1v1 against David Bingham. Took him out. And easy pass, just like Satan's goal, the second one. And 3-2 was the score. Entering the halftime. This match was... This Oh, not this match. This first half was terrible. I didn't like it one bit. I wrote something on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it real quick. My phone allows What was it to. about? It's about the team. Oh, okay. Uh, it was in response of a tweet from Angels on Parade, and they were asking, you know, how do we feel about the first half? And I said two things. First, Beta Shore has been trying to be the hero by getting out of position and making some heroic tackles. Two attempts resulting in a set-up play for a goal. Second, every game, and I mean every game, we try to match Galaxy's tempo instead of trying to play our game. Our playing style is to patiently disrupt the defense with short and sheer passes, but instead we've been rushing the attack with counters. 3-2 is not bad right now. A pep talk or even a bottle kick from Bob will solve everything. And I said, don't change the channel, Black and Gold fans. Damn. There you go. I guess you can say I kind of jinxed it. Or what I would like to say, I spoke into existence. So it's your fault they lost. Well, not lost. No. It's my fault that we tied. (laughs) If I want to be a whole jinx man. And yeah, oh, it would my be, bad. It would Mr. be my fault. Mr. what? Fortune teller? Fortune teller. <laughs> I'm speaking fortunes out here. Yeah, but that first half was terrible. And that first half was a, a recap of all the other four games that we put against Galaxy. We've been trying to, you know, Galaxy has shown that they wanted it more. Because honestly, so far I've seen two years of the whole season, two games of the whole season, they've showed what Galaxy actually do. They actually played good. They played like they wanted to be there. And that, those, both those games are against LAFC. They only do good on derby games. Exactly. Because they, they wanted more. Every other match is like nothing. Because what? They were second place. They went down to fifth place. What? They were on a what? Two or three game losing streak? Exactly. After, after the, derby. the derby? After the first derby. So, mm. it's just like when they wanted more. And this is the match where they wanted more. Uh, so they play a very fast-paced playing style with many counters and just... Fabio always likes to play flick passes with Slatan or just send it to him. Jonah also. Jonah Dos Santos will sometimes try to take it on his own, but it's just a flick to Slatan and Slatan will... I mean, he'll use his body or he'll find a way to get the ball alone. And Slatan could be a big distraction for the defense. I noticed that. They just <laughs> they're they're like a deer in headlights. Exactly, dude. It's like oh wow. They, they don't know what to do. They're just shocked. Bro. One person though that I know for a fact and I've seen able to handle Slatan is Eddie Segura. Eddie Segura has taken the ball away from Slatan many times. He has stood him up, and yesterday even Latif Blessing stood up Slatan, and 
that was just that game was all blessings. Blessing actually could have been the player of the week. The only reason I think Vela got the player of the week is because just the whole historic run that he's been making with his goals this season. Oh, yeah, all the record breaking stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. And not only Blessing was in contention of a player of the week uh, award, it was also, of course, Christian Pavon and Slatan. I mean, Slatan got two goals, and Christian Pavon scored his first goal with the Galaxy and an assist. You know? Damn, so it could have been anybody, and they said, oh, it's too close. Let's give it to Vela. And he deserves it. Yeah, I mean... That's the only person that should get it. <laughs> they all deserve honestly. it. But let's go ahead and break down the second half. In the second half, we had uh, a different change, you know? The the setting on the pitch from the players was different. You could tell it was like, all right, it's more calm, you know? We're set up. We want to play the way what we want to play. I don't know what Bob said in the in the locker room at halftime, but it, the, the mood was different. Everything was calm. It was as if we weren't down by one, you know? Yeah. And it showed. It's like we're already winning. Exactly. So that replicated what LAFC has been trying to, or has been playing the whole season, you know? And it results in something good. In the 53rd minute, Carlos Vela scored his goal. A nice pass from Mark Anthony K that left him open and a little left-footed touch. As usual, he scores with his left foot, left foot master. And we're leveled 3-3. And... That match from then on was just, it was all LAFCs. If, even though it was a tie, right? It was a tie. We dominated that game. I'm going to give a, a few sta- uh, stats runs. 66% possession for LAFC, 34 wow. for Galaxy. Shots, 27, 10 on goal. Uh, Galaxy played very dirty with 14 fouls, 5 yellow cards. We only oh. have 3 fouls and 0 yellow cards. We had 10 corner kicks. They had about 7 saves. Yeah, it's good they have saves, but that just means in order to get saves, the other team has to shoot on you. We shot on them 27 times. And 27 of those times, 10 of them were on goal. Damn. So, that said something. Yeah, exactly. Brian Rodriguez, he came in for Vela. And that Who saw that coming? Nobody saw <laughs> no that coming. No one saw that coming. What I saw coming was, all right, he's... I see B-Rock coming. Oh, okay, he's, he's standing up. Oh, we're excited. Everyone's freaking out. Oh, finally, finally. And I'm freaking out because, like, oh, please don't be like Ander Horta. And I see Dio from time to time on the ground limping or whatever. I'm like, okay, he's going to take out Dio. We're going to have Brian Rodriguez up top, Rossi on the left, and uh, Vela on the right. I'm trying to look for the timestamp from when he came in. 70-something. Uh, yeah, 70-something. 74, I believe. Uh, 61. So oh, it was, earlier than, oh, it was earlier. way earlier than we expected. I was thinking 75, 70th minute. We, I, I even said before the game, I said, you know what? If we're going to put him in, I don't want to put him in unless we're winning by like 2-0. Uh, 1-0, not even, because I don't want the whole Horta mm-hmm. situation to happen again. Uh, Brian Rodriguez comes in, and from our point of view, we were sitting outside the fields, and we're watching it on the big screen right there on top of LAFC HQ. So the camera was actually the stadium camera. It wasn't tele- the television camera, so we didn't see no scoreboard or the time. the time, nothing. It was you, it, They would do replays, unnecessary replays instead Just of like showing the game. the game. Just like you're at the game, showing on the big screen. And we're like, oh, Brown Rodriguez is uh, getting up, doing a switch out. And all we see is Vela taking off his his armband and throwing it on the ground. And, and we're said, like, fuck this shit. Yeah, we're like... And, uh, and then I say, fuck uh, this shit. I'm like, oh... Because who, see, who sees that gosh. happening? Nobody. Bro. Nobody. What is that? And I'm like, 
Oh no, our momentum's done. We lost. Yeah. This is first game, first time playing. Yep. What's Nineteen going years on? old, bro, youngster. He hasn't proven much. He's yet to prove here in MLS with LAFC. So I was like, oh. wait, he's only nineteen. He's only nineteen years old, dude. He's oh young. He's a youngster. God. Everyone would be getting. We were trying to have a young squad, one for the future. Damn. Exactly. Oh, That's crazy. <laughs> it's a trip, dude. It's Nineteen years old. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his first few touches were very impressive, especially when as soon as he got the ball, he had a he got triple team right away. He gave it, I believe, away back to Jordan Harvey. Jordan Harvey gave it back to him. He got a one v one against Rolf Felscher, and he broke damn ankles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that man. was nice, and not even once, but a few times. Um, but I noticed that he was, he was doing uh, kind of s- uh, something similar that Rossi would do. He'd just drive it down the line and just try to play it back post or, you know, do a negative pass instead of trying to maybe get up a little bit closer to David Bingham and then give a pass, you know? So he did get a couple shots off. I want to say three. And two of them were about on target and the one was way off. But the more shots you take, the more chances you have of scoring, you know? You miss 100% of the shots you, you don't, don't take. take. Exactly. <laughs> So, Makes sense, because with soccer. Um, I wasn't impressed by his performance, but I saw something. It was decent. It was decent. And obviously, uh, Bob saw something in training, because he yeah, put him in that early. Exactly. He only played about half an hour. Uh, enough for him to get his feet wet and get a bit of experience, especially your first match in a dirty match. Let's see how he could play against Minnesota, if he even does play, you know? And he would. He came in as a winger, and all of us are expecting him to come in as a striker soon. So let's see if he can fight with uh, oh, Deal. Deal up top, yeah. yeah. You know, I would like to see that. Uh, Bob could transform him into a striker, and that—that's what he is. I noticed when watching his film over there with Peñarol and Uruguay in that World Cup this summer. Um, he's an attacker, and when when I mean attack, I mean he'll drive in like a like a. Ramming truck, dude. He'll drive in and he don't care. He won't stop. He'll take you out as he's running and he'll shoot it in the net as fast as I we don't need know that. something fast. <laughs> we need that, especially derby days. Exactly. And deal. I noticed about deal. I mean, he'll drive in, but then as soon as he reaches eighteen, he's a defender. He slow down. Try to do these weird jukes. I think if you want to call them jukes, ankle breakers, ankle whatever breakers, you call them. little scissors. I don't know what the hell he'd be doing, but he loses the ball on his own. And Brian Rodriguez, he'll just like that. You know. He's not scared to shoot. That's he's not. Thing. He's not scared at all. Um, all right. So, I saw something on Reddit. Here, let me let me just read a little bit. The title is called "Derby Narrative Will Be Defined Today." Okay. Just had a convo with a friend and was curious about what y'all thought. My feeling was that if we can't beat the Galaxy today, even if we win the Shield, the Derby narrative will be locked for years to come. We can't beat Galaxy. We are the little brother. We live in their shadow, even if we win one, it's a fluke. If we win today, it all goes away. Splitting the season takes away the narrative that it's a pattern. The first season is the aberration, and people remember first that we win the shield and less about the derby stuff, because it's not a pattern of losses. I'd ma- I'd rather win the shield than care about this traffical storyline, but judging how the media will cover it, it really does feel like today will be the match that decides the narrative for years to come. A win is the only way to break the storyline. And then they say, am I an idiot? No, they're not an idiot. You agree with them? Yes. You agree with them? That would have that would have changed, for real. It would have changed the storyline. I think... I mean, many things could have changed the storyline. Slotdown would have not been here. Vela would have kept in. 
You know, just it's just a little well, thing. Well, yeah, really games. anything could change. Anything storyline, could change the storyline. I agree. This game would have changed. Yeah, obviously, it would have changed everything. Mm-hmm. If I mean, I don't really like it because just the fact that you know, this is how sports is. Anything can happen. Yeah. I would like to say, or I sometimes say that uh, Galaxy, especially with Slatan. Slatan is like the cupcake of the MLS, like with Kevin Durant. And the Warriors oh and all that, the whole situation there in the NBA, just like that. Galaxy is nor the favorites or the underdogs or the heroes and the villains. They have five MLS cups since ninety six. Since ninety six, <laughs> we have none since what twenty eighteen. And everyone's choosing us as the heavy favorites, right? Yeah, we can give. In our perspective, of course, as LAFC fans, they're the villains, and vice versa. Uh-huh. But. For just the supporters of the game and people who watch, that's what I want to know more about. How do they feel? Because all we hear is banter between both clubs. I, I, that's what I want to know. Figure out. I want to interview some people or just talk to some people who are fans of neither and just how what they feel about this rivalry, and who's the hero and the bad guy to them. You know, who's the underdog to the favorites? Because you have a veteran club like Galaxy. Of course, they should be the favorite because they've been here longer. Because you know. Yeah. But just the way how LAFC's been playing recently, now they're the favorites just because of that. They can get five cups in in five years or seven years technically because second year. Well, I, technically I see, yeah. anything is possible in yeah, sports. You're right. I mean, damn, we were down three to one and we came back tied the game three three. We both split the points, you know. Yeah, and you. going into this match, I was satisfied with the win or a tie. Of course, I wanted to win, but it was more important. This game was more important to Galaxy than us. We're running away with the shield, most definitely. Oh, no, we already no. we already clinched a playoff spot with ten games left to play. Galaxy is nowhere to be found in the what, table. They're back in fifth place. They're back in fifth place. Yes. That's uh, stupid. No, actually, they're I believe they're in fourth. Fourth place, and but every game from now on then is a must win for them. But they're, they're still not going to take it seriously. They're going to flop again. How exactly. Much a bit. Exactly. Slotan, like you said, the playoffs are shit, but he's the MLS, so why doesn't he change that shit? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Oh my god. From second to eighth is very close, and even ninth. SKC in ninth place with 34 points. RSL in second place with 43 points. Seattle's tied with them with 43. And third, LA Galaxy, Carson actually, is in fourth with 42 points. Minnesota with 42, who are currently playing in the US Open Cup final against Atlanta. Uh, they're in halftime right now. San Jose with 41 in 6th place. FC Dallas in 40, who had a fantastic match against Houston in that Texas Derby. Uh, that was a high-scoring game. 5-1, right? to, to yes. It was crazy. And Portland losing in the Cascadia Cup against Seattle. They're in 8th place, 37. So just Ooh. dropping out of the playoff spot. So LA Galaxy plays against Seattle this upcoming weekend. And that is a must-win. Oh, they're win. losing. That is a must-win match. Just, just from that win... They could go to second. But from that loss, they could drop all the way out of the playoffs. I'm sure they're losing. Seattle's a good team. Seattle's a great team. But when Galaxy wants it, they could be a great team too. I'll be honest. I'm being realistic here. Yeah. But. Nah, never mind. Either way, they're still going to lose. Because even if they do want it, they're not going to try their hardest. Because look at them. They've only been trying during derby games, and you could tell. Well, that's why you have players like Sata. You need the veteran man to, you know, change that aroma in the, cl- in the clubhouse. 
and say, yo, we have something important here to see if we could change it, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but they're not important to us. They're relevant. We're running away with the cup. We're running away with the shield. We already claimed our spot in the playoffs. All we have to do is win this Saturday, Sunday, Saturday? I don't know. First, this weekend's game against Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, if we win this game, we'll all automatically win the West. We don't uh, win the cup yet, but the West is done. They That's cannot another home teams. game, right? That's another home game. Uh, yes. They're winning. They, they've only lost, what, one home game? Uh, yeah, home one home game against Portland in the US Open Cup, but none in the regular season. So we're no, still... two home games. Who those? The was? Rapids. That was at Colorado. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, yeah, never mind. Okay. Yeah, and that plague-filled stadium. They got a plague over there, dude. The stadium is in the middle of the woods. That's crazy. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so we only lost one game. One game against Portland. So, okay, so yeah, Cup. we're going to win the West no matter what. Yeah, so if we win this weekend... Against Minnesota, we win the West, and the main focus now, in order to win the Supporters Shield, is the East, and we can't really determine how the East plays because unless we play them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the it next matches we have there you go. against the Eastern teams, we have. Uh, let me pull it up real, real quick. We have Orlando. We have Philadelphia. Toronto. And Minnesota again. So we have Minnesota twice. Orlando. So we have about five Eastern Conference teams, actually. And our next... And our final matches. Oh, and in October, we have Colorado. But they're in the West. So we have two... Let me count this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So out of the next seven games, we have two Western Conference foes that we already played. That we've already beaten. So they're out of the pocket already. The only ones we need to really focus on is Eastern Conference team. So... We run the West after winning this game this weekend against Minnesota. Damn. The West is ours. So we're done. We're done. It's, it's ours. It's done here. We could pack up our bags we and it. we could already head to the final if we want to. <laughs> you Damn, know? We see it. Oh, yeah. Look at our points, too. Right? <laughs> so we, we won. We won the whole thing. Basically. Let's uh, go to the final. But, like you said, back to that, that quote you wrote on Reddit. Yeah. It's true. Yes, Galaxy has all this historic stuff. You know, they won five MLS Cups. They have all these European players who came and just played a couple of years, won, won a championship, and left. You know? Mm-hmm. The, the, I think the only actual championship that I gave them credit to is when they actually had good players that they built up with. And that was just 96, you know, when they first started the league in the beginning, the 2000, 2001 era, around there. You know? Yeah. That's so they actually have history. Uh, we can't beat them. We can, but we haven't. I give it, hopefully one more derby, maybe another whole season. Hopefully in the playoffs. <laughs> hopefully. I want to see them in the playoffs, but I think they're the only ones that can stop us as of right now. And Damn, that would be crazy if they knock us out. That's. I'm just saying that just because of history. Because out of the five matches we played them already, we never beat them. We never. And they've beaten us twice already. They're ahead of us. Yeah. Twice and tied three times? The only thing that we are better, we are better than them statistically, and we are better than them in active support. But realistically, only because we haven't beaten them historically, they're better than us. That's it. Yeah, I Other than that, we're the better club. Statistically, we have a bunch of records that we're breaking to make us probably the best club in history of the MLS but we can't beat the Galaxy that is the only team we haven't beat in history 
Hopefully playoffs is the time. Hopefully playoffs is the time. It's time to shine. Yep. We'll get two legs if we face them off in the playoffs. If we do clinch that first spot in the league, uh, or in the Western Conference, one the first game will probably be at the bank or vice versa, you know? The second game at Stubby, wherever you want to call it, DHSP. Uh, Minnesota Damn, just scored. Yeah, start saving up for both. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, Minnesota just scored, so it's 2-1 to one in, right after halftime. We need to start saving up for both derbies, though. Yeah. I especially want to go to the one in the bank. Well, it's going to be like, what, 200 almost? Pff, I don't know, dude. I'm honestly saving up for the final now, dude. I feel like we're going to run away in the playoffs. We're going to go crazy. I'm starting to save money for the, for the final. And this is what I, I already said this in, the, uh, I believe, in one of the live streams with Blake. Uh, I said... I hope to play Atlanta in the championship, the MLS Cup final. Oh, imagine! And that. if we run away with the with the supporter shield, we'll get uh, the final will be at home, so at the bank. But we have a fantastic fan base. Atlanta has a fantastic fan base. Many of them will travel over here to watch the game. But how many? They will end up being a. I mean, on the bank is twenty five. What twenty five k? Twenty two k? I think twenty five k. It could be extended about to twenty five k. It'll be a first come, first serve. 25K, but more people are going to want to watch it. So it's going to be like, oh my gosh, it's too packed, right? We need to switch it to the Coliseum. And I'm hoping that happens. Nah, that's not going to happen. I want it to happen. I think we could do it. I mean, look at Atlanta. They're selling out 70K at a football stadium. Why can't we? They could help us out too. We got just as big as families as they do. They're going to come from all, all the way from Georgia. They did, uh, or, or I mean... Portland did when they played in the final last year. Oh, damn. Yeah, and that's the same distance. About Portland's just a bit south more from us. I don't know. That's just my thinking. Uh, yeah, that'll yeah, do it well, for this recap. I don't know, man. I'm still thinking about the Coliseum. <laughs> we we got we to gotta fix it. We got to fix it soon. Later, we had a fantastic second half yeah, uh, Sunday night. But we can't, we got to beat them soon. Uh, Next season or in the, the playoffs? Final? We're not going to see them in the final. Know, we can. Yeah. But, but soon. When we return, we're going to go do our fantasy draft real quick. And when we come back, we're going to discuss the teams that we drafted and how the teams we picked, the players we picked, and how the league is shaking up. So You know I'm already going to win the fantasy league. Okay, buddy. We got $200 in the pot. So we'll see who won that. We'll be right back, yo.